Welcome to the Raj Kotech Show, the number one podcast in Dubai and ultimate virtue signal of how self-important I am and how busy my schedule is because we're doing a special. I'll go, a lot going on. Uh, joining me as always is Vic. Hello. It's your birthday. It is. Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. birthday. Thank you, Alex. And yeah, I was about to introduce him. The, uh, the <laughs> human, boy did human it. unisex fragrance, which is Alex. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, here we go. So throwing up on the screen right now are all of our talking points that we will eventually talk about uh, and that Alex will retrospectively edit. And he's also brought a notepad today as we improve our system for this podcast. So for those of you who are listening, we talk about a bunch of stuff. Afterwards in the edit, we throw up the blue screen that you're looking at right now. And that lets you know what we talk about and then you can jump to it. And of course, YouTube listeners, head over to the uh, description where you can just click straight on the chapters. Head over to the parts that matter to you and Spotify crew. It'll be in the you know, podcast notes and same with Apple. So first subject of the day. My birthday. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Thank you, thank you. Taking a half day today. Taking a half day, so I'm working longer than I normally work, right. according to Alex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, what? so so Ine finishes school at 12, so I'll go pick him up and then we'll just spend some time together. It's been a, literally, you know, it's, it's, it's ironic, we're, we're recording Algo, a lot going on, and this week has been pretty mental, long hours, so I've not really spent any time with him. So it's actually a kind of nice little finish to the week. Mm, got to kind of spend the afternoon with him. So, so you're doing the half day today and then um, your dad's flown in. My dad flew in. So I did a 6 a.m. airport run. And uh, yeah, it's good. He was in Kenya for two weeks. He was here two weeks before that in Dubai. So yeah, it'd be nice actually. It's good to have him in town for my birthday. I haven't been able to spend that with him for some time as well. Mm. When was the last time you and your dad had a birthday together? <sighs> God, I don't know. I mean... Before COVID? Prob well, no, I think it's even bef before I moved here, which has really? been over five years. Yeah. So, yeah. So that'd be cool. And before know? even then, because no, there then, be some then birthdays where you were just living, where you and Shayla were living together and you probably weren't even around your dad on those days. No, but we'd usually see each other. Oh, okay, okay. Like on, our, on all our birthdays, we'd normally see each other pre-COVID, uh, uh, pre-me -move, moving here. But yeah, it's nice. It's cool. Like it's a nice, we didn't actually plan that he was going to come back today, but it just kind of worked out that it was two weeks from when he left. So it just kind of worked oh, out yeah. nicely. So yeah, it's, it's good. cool. It's good. And we've got a lot more family in town this week as well. Yeah, which is we cool. a lot of shout this week. So it's really good. I'm really, I'm really happy with that. Nice. Good, week. good. And anything else? Like any, so you're 43. Yeah. Any big reflections or goals or whatever? It is, it's, it's a forced reflection. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not. You've lost big, a lot of weight, so probably the health thing will be one. The health, the health is probably my actually number one priority because, you know, in the again in the midst of this like crazy week, which we're going to talk about, you know, I'm up at five thirty going to the CrossFit yeah. at six because I'm I'm super dedicated to it now. Like, you know, protein shakes and the whole the whole the whole nine, and I think that is going to be my biggest goal. Like that's that's it really. More than that, everything else like career, money relationships this that and the other you know i just keep working on anyway but health takes real dedication and real time and like real motivation and yeah i'm like i'm in it now like Are you can do a weigh-in today on your birthday nah i don't do weigh-ins i don't know what i weigh okay actually i and again ironically the thing that tipped my scales literally and uh, pun intended was when i weighed myself in july last year and i was the heaviest i ever was what was that weight 86.6 .6 kilos God, I think I've been heavier than that, but and that's I, a lot. Well, well, I've I, looked in the mirror at, in my in my late eighties, weight wise, and been like, "You swat." Yeah, listen, and I and I just wasn't happy about it, and but like you know, COVID, and I just got lazy. Mm. Now I jumped back into CrossFit. I've done it many times before and lost a stack of weight, so I know it works, and I know it works, and it is working. So that's just that's just it. I'm just going to keep on that momentum, mm. but I don't do weigh-ins because the reality is I don't really get it. 
you know, I put on muscle, I weigh a bit more. I lose some fat, I weigh a bit mm. less. And it just, it's just a non, it's just a thing that I can't track and yep. I can't understand. The way I do it is, how much energy do I have? Do I look better? Can I buy clothes that fit me? And do they fit me? Mm. Do I not feel like, you know, do I not feel bad? Like I tell, told you this morning, if I eat something like late night, that I shouldn't mm. be eating the next day. How do I feel? As long as those markers are, are hit, then I'm happy. Nice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, congratulations. Enjoy Thank the you. rest yeah. of the day. We have to find uh, more reasons to celebrate into next week as well. Yeah. Vic doesn't sell out his birthdays the way that I do. He really but doesn't. We need to. Nah. So it's, and, and actually, I knew you'd, you'd, you'd mentioned that. It's funny because I don't know why this is. I haven't come to any kind of conclusions, but over the years, my, my birthday from my part has dwindled down massively. I just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And even like Shayla's like, D-d-d-d-d. I'm like, now I've got a kid, I've got to do something. Not got to, but it's nice to spend the time yeah. with him. But I'm just like, I just don't want to do anything. But when I was like growing up, teenage years, uni years, college years, like I'd always get everyone out mm-hmm. to the party or nice. to the club or whatever we were doing. And everyone would come out and it would just be a big celebration. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I was like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Mm-hmm. Are you going to yeah. dinner at least tonight? Yeah. That's don't know good. where yet though. You don't know where? No. Gotta You'll figure, figure it out. Gotta figure yeah, that yeah. out, yeah. I might have an idea. No, I don't really. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. cool. So uh, next up on the agenda. Cool. So um, big week this week in terms of events. So we'll start one by one. We'll start with um, Wednesday, Dubai Opera House. Yeah, so we mentioned last week Spencer Lodge, who is a former client who's pulled us in for a project, mm-hmm. had a very big week this week. Namely, he was the host of a fireside conversation at Dubai Opera House with a thousand people Mm. in the audience, uh, an audience with Stephen Bartlett. So Spencer was there, rightly so, deservedly so, Mm -hmm. on merit because of his ability as a podcaster, as an interviewer. He did an excellent job. We're grateful that he brought us in because we don't really do that much in the celebrity world anymore. You know, it was great to be around a couple of cats that... If we were going full throttle, we'd have definitely been around the Stephen Bartlett's of the world. Stephen yeah. Bartlett's the guy that he interviewed and did the fireside chat with. And um, but you know we're not in that world as much anymore. And so it was nice to come in via proxy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, grateful to Spencer for that opportunity. And then on Thursday, he was on stage at an event for Aldar, which is a uh, Abu Dhabi-based property developer. And he did a one-hour keynote, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And then. Following him was Lewis Howes, mm-hmm. the US podcaster. He's, you know, 1,200 or 1,800 podcasts in, nine years in the game. And then following him was Stephen Bartlett. So we're definitely going to speak about them a little bit. But they both kindly brought extra books and gave us one. So this is Stephen Bartlett's book. See, now I'm glad I've got the camera so I can show it. It's called Happy Sexy Millionaire. He spent some time in Manchester, so I kind of got a kind of like got a bit of extra love for this dude. And we'll talk about him in a second. And this is Lewis Howe's book, The School of Greatness. You can get that on his podcast as well. So I noticed that the the recall value of both these guys is not as high in Dubai. They're not like as mm. huge, like known in the streets as like a Gary or someone mm-hmm. like that, Gary V. But I really feel like these two dudes, I like them a lot. I like working with them both. I told them mm. both when I said bye to them. I was like, you guys are really nice to work with. Yeah. Like, I think I would, I look forward to like, you know, working on some shit again in the mm-hmm. future. One both, thing, both very different guys. Though. Yeah, completely super, super different. different. You know, you know, and it is that kind of classic British and American kind of thing. Mm. Um, but but at the core of each of them, they're both the same. Yeah. The way the way mm-hmm. they might kind of personify it might be different. Yeah, but at the core they're the same. And one marker that I always have when I kind of judge 
not judge literally, but like kind of look at that person and make a judgment on them is yes, them, but also their team as well. Mm. And all of their team were great. Like both of their teams were great. Yeah. They mm. very friendly, very accommodating, like just super nice people. So you kind of see like, right, that individual can bring that sort of team around him. Mm-hmm. It means that they've got something about them that's, that's good and genuine, mm-hmm. you know? All right, so we've got some shout outs to give. A uh, shout out, obviously, of course, to Spencer Lodge, who instigated the whole thing. Cecilia over at Aldar, Sonia, Ahmed on the Aldar crew, Chris over at Saatchi. So MNC Saatchi. Yeah, Matt, who was rolling with um, Lewis, his yep. manager. Dom, manager of... Uh, Steven. Steven, dope guy. Dom, I think, has been to some parties. The way he was dressed, he was dressed like a little bit... He was dressed quite East London. I was like, this guy's seen some stuff. Sean Freestyle, who we met through Gary B, so big up to him. Sean Garnier, that was a funny story because we were like, we saw him on the bill and I was like, that name rings a bell. And then we Googled him. It turns out it's Sean Freestyle, the same guy that we met through Gary. So always nice to see him. He was looking slick. He was in performance mode as well, which was super dope. He was wearing a suit with trainers. Yeah, yeah. Wearing a suit with trainers and then doing like upside down flips. It's mad. And all sorts of crazy stuff. So good to him. Uh, good to see him and uh, shout out to Sonny Ridgewell who passed through and grabbed a quick picture as well. Mark at the Motivate team. Mark mm-hmm. at the Motivate team. Joel at the Motivate team. Mm-hmm. And and I think and I think just a special shout out to Spencer's team as well. Yeah. So Alicia, no, it was good to put the team back together. Oh, 100%. So Alicia, um, Alex, you, Alex, but Alex Dowie, no, no, which no, is yeah. uh, Spencer's camera guy, Sabine and Sam and Claire. Yeah, the whole team worked. Like, I mean, it's a massive team when you huge. think about a production this size and to really get the most out of the opportunity that was Spencer being there. Mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of people that worked together and I was really happy that, you know, you, you, you noticed this. And actually, I wanted to throw the ball to you right now, Alex. The other day in the car, you were like, it's the first big kind of like celebrity event. Mm-hmm. And by the way, celebrity is not, we're not talking like, you know, the guy who plays Iron Man or whatever. Yeah, like, we're not yeah, talking yeah. about like A-list Hollywood celebrity. We're talking about like, there are so many niche celebrities mm-hmm. right now. These are rock stars in their world. But, we spoke about after we did the parties, we were like, when the party starts and the party finishes, in that time, sometimes we have to be short with each other, get this, mm. do this, switch this off, do that. What the f- is going on with yeah. this, do you know what I mean? But then at the end of the party, it's like, all right, cool, we did it's what cool. we had to do and everyone have a drink and eat some food and go home. But like you were saying that this was like, it felt like, it really felt like your first moment. Like whatever you were saying, we were rolling into the car park yesterday. Yeah, I just think that like, it was the first time experiencing like a backstage event and like seeing the behind the scenes of everything that was going on. And you kind of realize everybody has their different roles. Even us, we all had our different things to do. We weren't always together. And it's just nice, like, just having that moment, just going out, filming what you have to do. Mm. And then just at the end, like, after a long day, you just know everything went well. And I want to give you your props as well. You did a great job. Thank you. Both events, you know, you you held it down, everything that you needed to do. And it's funny you said that because, like, when you guys rocked up at Palm yesterday, I was in the middle of doing something and then me and him were talking. I was like, duh, duh, duh. I was like, look, Alex, let me just lay, lay this down for you. On events like this and days like this, when my mind is like this, mm. I'm going to be like, Straight I'm just going to say, duh, yeah, duh, yeah. Duh, don't take offense. But it's yeah, just yeah. like this. And he was like, cool with it, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, you held it down, man. You did a, you did a, you did an amazing job. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, I'm, looking for, I'm, I'm very confident about when we go through the footage after the show mm. and then start firing footage off to all the different parties that are involved. Maybe I should wait to say if I need to go Right? No, no, I believe in myself. There'll definitely be some moments at the beginning yeah. where like I was talking, I remember the camera was going up True. and down and I said to you, I was like, but that's more of a behavioral glitch. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you got to just keep the camera in a steady way, but you're 18, so you'll figure it out. Yeah. So, okay, cool. And um, so that was very, very good. So on these guys, I was just saying this in the car just now, I was on a phone call and I was like, I really like both these people and they are both people that as many of these personal development folks that I've worked with, 
Lewis is definitely like I'm a lot more familiar with. Steve and I slept on like mm. hardcore. Like mm. the first thing I watched was this interview that he did with a guy called Mo who lost his son, mm. which I thought was very, very impactful. And the reason why I watched it is because on Steven's Instagram or somewhere, he was like, if you don't watch any of my other content, watch this. I was like, great pitch. Like, I'm in because I want to find out who mm. he is as a creator. And then after that, I know that he had Jordan Peterson on and yeah. I feel like I might have seen that one as well. But I was always curious about him because he hustled in Manchester. He literally talked about, you, you, you were there back yeah. in the day. He goes, there's just one road in Manchester, Oxford Road, and that's where everyone hustles. He's used the same lines that I've been using for 20 years, which is the 70 to 100,000 students. Then you've got this like satellite school, which is mm -hmm. Salford, and the opportunity off the back of that. So it was, it was so nice to hear those things. And then there were some people in their crew as well where certain names were dropped of certain guys that were very active in those days in terms of like throwing parties and da, da, da. some of them aren't here anymore. So like it was, it was, it was good. And I said to you as well, I was like, you see that you wouldn't yeah, know yeah, those yeah, names yeah. unless you were really there. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really fantastic. And, I, and I'm so happy for the guy. And, um, and he's definitely, he doesn't, he doesn't really waste his words or mince his words. He's kind of like, he's a very straight to yeah. the point kind of dude, but his heart's in the right place. Like you can mm -hmm. tell when you talk to him that he's, a friendly dude. He's just, you can tell that where he is in his journey, he's actually, he's, Stephen Bartlett's ascending in front of your eyes. Yeah. Like you can literally see the guy skyrocketing, the thoughts he has. And, and he's the one dude where I looked at him on stage and I was like, yeah, no, this guy's incredible. Well, he, he's super dialed in. Yeah. yeah right? All the time. Yeah. No yeah. matter what. But he's dialed into it. In, into his mm. brain, right? Obviously, he's very, very, very aware of his surroundings, who's around him, mm. and he's very engaged with the people that he's talking to or that are talking to mm -hmm. him, but he's super dialed into his own thoughts. So when, you know, you talk about not mincing the words or wasting words, yeah. he literally says what he says at the beginning, and I told you, yes, he has a beginning and a middle and an end for basically mm. every sentence, mm -hmm. and he's always, and you said, he's always referencing back to previous things that he's spoken about, not repeating them, but referencing back and then pushing that point forward yeah. and it's just a very smart way of talking now i don't i don't know him personally like that mm. we met him obviously over the last couple of mm -hmm. days but has he always been like that has he developed that i don't know but whatever it is that's there and, and like you said he's only gonna get better and bigger yeah he's got very rough confidence to him like it's not arrogant but yeah. it's it's like he's not lying when he's no. talking he's definitely telling the mm -hmm. truth you know what i mean which is yeah. dope and like and, and I think, I don't know what he charges. I'm, I'm assuming like a Stephen probably falls in that kind of like, he's doing BBC now, right? He's on a TV show. He's on Dragon's So I'm yeah. assuming he's probably in the kind of 100 US mark. Six, yeah, six figures was my, yeah, my guy. For yeah, for sure. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be north of six figures for, for a keynote. So, you know, what I liked about him, and I'm obviously a public speaker as well. And I was sat there and I was saying to Vic whilst he was speaking, I was like, he's got all of his, he's so well rehearsed. Mm. Like, his style of talking is that he knows, imagine almost you got like reference cards mm. and you ask him for something and he flicks through the reference cards and pulls it out. No, the way I described it was, imagine you've got a book and here's everything that he wants to say. Mm -hmm. And then you know there's those cats that put like stickers on the yeah, end of their yeah, book and someone asks him a question, he just goes and just goes to this part of the book. Like he, he had all of his talking points down, clearly wasn't the first time he was asked these questions. Mm. And I felt that the amount of value he delivers per words whilst he's speaking is very high. Yeah. He basically, his superpower is he doesn't waste any words. Mm -hmm. So even if he does, because his answers are long, even if he does four minutes, four and a half minutes, there's no point where you want to get off the train. It's valuable. And that's very difficult because Super, people can't yeah. talk three, four minutes without rambling or wasting or losing their train of thought or making the wrong point. Do you know what I mean? So 
So he was super cool. And I think we'll definitely see him again. I've got a yeah, feeling yeah, that yeah. I've got a feeling that we're gonna cross paths with him and he's hella young. Yeah. Twenty How old is he? Is that old is that old he is? Yeah. God damn man. Yeah, that guy's he has gonna so be... much time to grow. He'll, oh, be, he'll, he'll, he'll be a billionaire yeah, within a year. Yeah, he's just starting. Yeah, he's just yeah, starting. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, he yeah. even talked about his company being valued at, what was it, like 50 million yeah, in like the last few months. No, he, he went from 50 to 400. He said the next one, which could be in the next week, could be a billion. But I actually, I can see him being a cash billionaire. Yeah. At some point. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure I, at some I, point. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't doubt that for a second. So very nice to meet him. Yes. Thank you. And thank you to the dudes. We'll, we'll send this clip out to their team, but thank you to Stephen for writing a dope ass you know, a little kind of message to our little sisters who are big fans of his, mm -hmm. who were, you know, lost their minds along with many other people when I mentioned that we were going to be working with him. And uh, Lewis Howes, also a very nice guy. Um, you know, really as nice as you see on on the screen. Like, so mm. nicer. Super nice. Yeah. I, I, think, I think nicer. Like yeah. he was, he gave so much time, so much attention. He was mm. chilling, like asking so, like he was... He was so, so, so intrigued about Dubai. Like, mm, he's yeah. only been here once, and he went to Sharjah, and then Abu Dhabi, and it was like a bit of a whistle. Because you guys were all thing. chilling in the room, yeah. right, when we're I was bouncing around. For, 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 for a, a while, yeah, like good, maybe good time. 10, 15 minutes, and it was him, Matt, me, Alex, uh, Spencer, and then you, you came in towards the end of that, and he was probably like just talking to Spencer about, for about 10, 15 minutes just about Dubai, mm. like asking every single question under the sun. And obviously Spencer's been here for a very long time. He knows mm. the country really well, knows the city really well, but super intrigued about Dubai. Very nice. Gave a lot of time when he was recording. Yeah, and yeah. All of that mm. kind That's of what stuff, I loved so. about him. He was just like, he, you know, he came in the night before from LA and is leaving today. So he's probably on the ground 48 hours, give or take. And that's a tough flight because mm. LA is coming from LA to Dubai is the equivalent of doing Dubai, London, Sydney, which is a 12 hour swing. Yeah. Mm. It's almost, it's a very extreme swing. If it's 7 a.m. in LA, it's 7 p.m. here. And we saw Gary do this a few weeks ago. Yeah. When these guys do a full day run of speeches and press, they are basically working through the night. If they do nine to five, they are doing the equivalent of doing 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. The funny thing is they do much more than that. They mm. typically mm. go from you know, seven, eight in the morning until midnight. So it's, it's yeah. an outstanding, you know, outstanding work, I think, but he seemed like a, a super cool dude. Shout out to Matt on his team as well. I, I, I like the dude. I think that, I think as well, like, I feel like we'll cross paths with him again. Yeah, I think point. so. Like, I think so. And he, he actually, you know, you're talking about Steven, where we see him ascending, like you can see him ascending on, mm. like in front of your eyes. Lewis actually, I feel is, kind of already ascending like he's already kind of yeah uh, this is an og in this stuff, game right? yeah he described it so, best he goes he was second generation podcast yeah, yeah so there's yeah, a few yeah, cats yeah, that yeah. came before him like the joe rogan's and whatnot and then he came in with like the pat flynn's and people like yeah. that and um you know what i mean his, his content's great and he, he does talk a lot about like you know male psychology and mm. you know, expressing yourself and vulnerability and all that stuff but i don't feel like he does it in a in a corny or awkward or way. way yeah, yeah he does hacky. it in a in a pretty genuine way and what was interesting about that is you have to listen to when lewis goes on the spence lodge podcast it's great because it, it very quickly around the midway mark or one third mark it turned into a conversation because lewis recognized that he'll be worth asking questions and there's one part which i don't want to give away but there's one point where the conversation becomes very very practical and at that point it's an outstanding piece of content mm, yeah. it's something that could just be ripped out and put in youtube by itself so Really, really good. And then finally, before we move on from this, I know we're going long on this, but it really was. It was a, a gravity point in our week. Yeah. yeah. Is Spencer Lodge, man. Like, mm. if I can find it today, 
we'll put it up on the screen. If not, I'm sure we'll post it on stories or whatever. But I've still got the picture of the first time Spencer picked up a pen to write for the Spencer Lodge podcast. Wow. It was in his studio. Is where everything was wearing a brown jumper. And we just got over the whole... We, we literally at the point where it's like, you start a podcast by saying, welcome to the Spencer Lodge mm -hmm. podcast. I'm your host. Da, da, da. And then we start talking about the end, which is, you know, you've got to tell people, leave us a five-star rating and mm -hmm. review. We're talking about four years ago, three years ago now. Okay. And for him to go from that to two stages, you know, one was... Aldar was probably 700. Upper House was... 1,000. 1,000. So 1,700 seats. Super confident. Both times I asked him before you went on stage, I'm like, you good? He was like, yep. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And he just did... He did so well. He navigated both the interviews incredibly well. These are not small fish. These are people that have been interviewed day in, day out, and they're used to a lot of questions. But he went there. He went, you know, Spencer asked, a, we can talk about this because it happened in public, but Spencer asked a question about Jamal Edwards yeah. to Stephen Bartlett. These guys mm -hmm. were homies. Jamal Edwards, MBE, rest in peace, died a couple of weeks ago, 31 years old, and uh, arguably the most accomplished content creator from the blog era yep. on the UK side. 100%. So, um, you know, the, he just, he, he went there. And, I, and, and what was interesting, I can say it, I don't know if Spencer can say it, but like a lot of people were like, that was the highlight of the whole opera house. And actually, if you ask people upon reflection, would they have rather that Spencer got double the time or gone into a panel? I think everybody would have been rather that Spencer gets double the time. Mm, they did I'm a panel sure. and you got to do what you got to do. But like Spencer would have killed it if you'd given him another hour. And I think Stephen would have, enjoyed that to, mm -hmm. to go to another depth as well so it was great yeah just a just a kind of final point on this one like it actually felt like i mean so just to reiterate spencer did an amazing job supernatural like i didn't i didn't feel like he didn't belong at any point mm -hmm. on stage and i think that's the mark of someone that's you know well accomplished in yeah he was home. doing he was at home yeah and he and he says it as well he goes i feel like i'm at home at stage but it shows more than anything mm -hmm. else and and just a point on that interview it also felt like they were just getting started when they finished. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They you could know, have, yeah. they could and, have and easily that, gone longer. And that, and that was like, there was this kind of nice moment where like, if they gave us another hour, that would have been probably one of the best hours in that Dubai has seen in a long time. Mm. The, the hour that they've got was one of the best hours that Dubai has seen. It was great. But Spencer could have gone two, two and a half. He could have gone Joe Rogan style, I guess, yeah. with Stephen and it would have, and it would have been, and it would have worked. And like I said, because Stephen offers a lot of like value per words of speaking time it have worked out super well. And I said this to Spencer and I was like, there's no way I can say this without sounding patronizing. I was like, but I kind of feel like my son's graduated <laughs> because I, w I was there where, I, you know, his he'll tell you his content wasn't like, it didn't really stand out when he first started working with us. And then he worked super hard. The man had to retake and retake and do lives and, you know, do IG lives and do mm. stage stuff. And he, he was battle tested. And then when I saw him yesterday, the mark of how good he was, was really... You know, of course, we worked on pre-production. We did stuff that we don't really talk about in public. But, you know, we did obviously help with the production. But he, you know, he carried a lot of that weight by himself. A oh, lot yeah. of it was instinct, talent, yeah. knowing where to go. And it was, the, it was by virtue of the fact that we didn't have to help him as much as we did two years ago. That just shows how well he's done. So big up to him. Great to have you um, as a client, you know, the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, if there's anything like that again man, I would, I would love to support the dude on something mm -hmm. like that again. So big up to him. We Nice long section, but this was a this was a good two, three week, two, three day part of our week. And so, yeah, yeah. I hope you guys, uh, I hope if you're listening, you got a good insight as to what the world is like backstage and, and working on these events. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that this is the first time you've seen me in about 20 minutes because we literally have finished our shoot from yesterday. 
thrown the camera straight back on the tripod and we only had 10 minutes of footage left which shows how much we captured so yeah. as soon as this podcast is done we're going to be archiving it all now we've had to rejuggle things because we're losing vic in a moment so vic you just choose whatever subject you want to speak on and then bounce okay let's do an update on the four p's okay so update on the four p's again last week incredible work done mm -hmm. i actually have been working more and more on the brochure so as i mentioned in previous episodes people are going to get to see that soon but surprisingly what happened which was kind of unexpected is that we actually had to do some emergency four P's yeah. workshops for people. There was somebody who was passing through the city for a couple of days. He'd heard about the four P's workshop. He had a massive opportunity in front of him. Mm -hmm. He has a huge opportunity in front of him. And he was like, look, I need to know the four P's content strategy before he starts investing more into his content. So shout out to all the people at The Co and the app that we used, Let's uh, Work. Let's Work, yeah, yeah. Great app, shout out to the Let's Work team. So we booked a room, we did the four P's, um, and we, I have some new material that's going into the four P's, which we pointed back to. So this chap got the full four P's that everybody else gets, but then he also got some of the new slides and some of the new talking points as well. So I was very happy to see that those stuck and worked. I didn't feel uncomfortable delivering those points at any point. And another interesting conversation is somebody we're about to do the four P's for who is living that perfect corporate life. Mm. The guy was like, you know, chilling and he wants to make a career change. And so we talked to him about rolling out the four piece as a career change. And I just want to say this before we lose Vic so that he can speak on it before he goes, is that I haven't ever spoken about how much of a powerful tool content is if you're looking at making a career change, if you're looking at making a hard pivot, or if you're just looking at advancing your career, being profiled is so important. You remember when we did the Natural History Museum mm, mm. Uh, in 2007, 2008 for yeah. Rafa Ali, and there was a guy that I told you about on stage, I think he was from Sony. Mm. And I pitched him and I said, come and speak at this event, come and speak at this event, trying to get him as a speaker. He was like, no, no, no. And then the following year, when I asked him, will you come and speak? He said, yeah. And I was like, this is a guy who's got no time to talk to me. Music industry, or I was going through the MP3 issue, but it's pretty much booming. You know, it's still a very sexy industry to be in. And then he came and spoke on the panel and there was nothing untoward about it. And then three, four weeks later, he announced a move to either a technology company or another record label. And it clicked to me. I remember we spoke at the time. I was like, he only did that stage because he wanted to raise his profile yep. so that when he negotiates his new salary or whatever it may be, the content from his speech raised his, raised his profile. So we're seeing that more and more. So if you are looking at making a career change or you want to do a career advancement, that would be a good thing to talk to us about. Yeah, 100%. And uh, so, yeah, so what was good about delivering the four Ps, you know, you'd obviously spoken to me about some of the new bits that you've done. You put them in, they worked doing those plus the traditional four Ps, as it were, has given you some ideas on what else to put into the course as well, which mm. is great. So the that's four kind Ps of- is, Four Ps have been better. It's, it's, it's developed, yeah, it mm. was developing on the fly on that day in a mm. live environment, which was great. Yeah, so really like that, okay. And so the, just a career change one, you know, like there's a friend of mine who, you know, was a successful sales guy, came out of that to do his own thing, started creating content, you know, putting stuff out every single day, very committed, very, very, very dedicated to it. Got him a keynote on stage and through that keynote, he actually got offered a job. So he didn't do a career change. Well, he did a career change. He kind of went out on his own and got a job again, but mm. the content allowed him to do that as well. So I think that's something to think about as well. So it's not just about career change. And actually it's interesting because he, he got it from being on stage, but he got this, 
the stage, the keynote from the content he was putting out. Yeah. So it all just had this like little compound effect. It's also good. It's also, I think that's really important point he just made, which is about removing judgment from guys' stories like that. Mm -hmm. Like some people are stuck in a job. They're like, I'm going to make content. I'm going to become an entrepreneur. They make content and the market, which decides how you're rewarded, says, I know you want to be an entrepreneur and I can see you doing your own thing, but actually I've got a job for you. And there are many people that offer you jobs on the way to becoming a true blue, like thoroughbred entrepreneur. I get job offers and conversations about joining this, joining that all the time. And you have to obviously say no to them. But if you do say yes to them and go, well, I thought I was going to go out, leave the house without my jacket and be an entre true entrepreneur and deal mm -hmm. with the cold. But some, there's another door further down that's offered me a nice, warm, cozy fireplace. Let me go get a job. Nothing wrong with that. No, man. no, it's just part of the journey. It, like literally yeah. it's just part of the journey. But I'm, I'm saying what I said as a as a kind of happy thing like that it is a happy yeah thing. it's yeah, a yeah. great thing because but some and people again, will judge just, a moment like that yeah like you're about I, to go do it by yourself yeah, and the so, moment someone yeah. offered you a job you and took it you know if they judge they judge but i don't think they should but it's a it's a, it's a great thing it's just part of the journey it's part of the path and you just never know where it's going to take you mm. but it's taking the steps to do it so yeah i'm happy with that really happy with that okay dope go enjoy your birthday thank you you'll yes, catch sir. up with uh, vic on the next one happy so, birthday again i will see you next week monday Next week, I was going to leave him hanging until I set up. I know. All right, see you later. Take care. Have a great birthday, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, and we're back, and we're back to the original Algo team. What's up? <laughs> now you can be free again. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Okay, so um, before Alex uh, gets too carried away and has his Lady Gaga moment, let's get straight back to the agenda. What's next on the talking points? Feb 30th, last night. Ah, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was cool. It was nice. And you only just realized that February 30th isn't a day. Dude. No, it's just, I had a blank. It was a long week and like, I didn't clock. <laughs> yeah. So February, th Feb Feb 30th is one of these kind of like, if you're living in Dubai at the moment, there's been a whole uh, area that's been built up called West Palm Beach. Very cool area. Very nice. But one thing I would say about, about there and a lot of Dubai at the moment, I got there and I was like, yo, you were there pr pretty early. We mm -hmm. had a table for like 13 because the whole family was meeting together last night. And um, I was like, yo, do you have happy hour? They were like, nope. I was like, all right, cool, no problem. And then we, you know, proceeded to order and it wasn't long before like our bill was in the thousands. Yeah, it was expensive. And I'm starting to feel like this inflation shit is starting to become a little bit real now. Like, <laughs> like it's like we, we had, um, you know, food is getting pretty expensive in the mm -hmm. city depending on where you eat. There'll always be cheap places to yeah. eat. Uh, and then combine that with fuel and the whole the whole world's kind of going mad right now. Like there's so much extra to pay for things that you're used to getting a deal on. And I don't think it's the first time we've spoken about this on this podcast, but it's not uncommon to go to a nice place with a nice sound system and a good mm. DJ and a nice fit out and lighting and things of that nature and pay 70 dirhams, which is about 14 pounds, you know, 20 mm. US dollars for a cocktail. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I might just have to just... Cocktails last night were expensive. Mad expensive. Yeah. And I was ordering... I wasn't even ordering the expensive ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, There's some way more expensive. Some, yeah, the ones that me and you had at the beginning were, they, yeah, were, they were, were the cheapest fine. ones. And they yeah. were as expensive as you'd get in a bar two years ago. Yeah. So, you know, there's. I think that's, that's so much to look out for. I think... I don't know. I just want to kind of put it on record and be like, I think we're all going to have to start factoring in the fact that stuff's getting more expensive. The world's not in a good place right now. There's all mm. sorts of conflicts going on, all things going on in the financial markets and the supply markets all around the world. But I think as business people, if you're in a business or you're in the business world, you're going to have to imagine that at some point the belt tightening 
is going to affect you. I literally, this morning, returned my car. Mm -hmm. I have a Nissan and I love it. It's my first car in Dubai. I got it in April 2021, right after getting my driver's license here. And, you know, the first month I got it, it was 1,800 dirhams. Mm -hmm. Then each month that followed after the opening offer is 2,000 dirhams, which is about, you know, whatever, 400, 400, 450 pounds a month. And then they were talking about like making it 2,800, which is like a 30, 40% yeah, increase. I'm like, I don't need this car. Yeah. Like I'll just go to, an, I'll go to a new car rental company, sign up as a new customer. And you know, they always give you like sweetheart deals yeah, when you exactly. sign up. Um, so yeah, and I'm not a big car guy. Imagine I'm not even a, the kind of guy who needs to push a Benz or a mm. Merc or something like that. So for these kind of like low end cars to go up. So I'd be interested to know anybody who is, what, what are your thoughts? If you're listening right now, drop me a message at Raj Katecha. Is there anything in your world which you think is, you know, significantly going up and could pose a threat to your business or your quality of life? I'm open to people having discussions about it because I think this is the point. I think everybody needs an inflation strategy. If you're mm -hmm. in business right now, you're like, what am I buying that's going to cost me more? What am I using in my personal life? Like, what's your inflation strategy? Uh, drop us a message. I want you to just kind of put that, that out there in the universe. The hustlers know what time it is and they'll reach out to me. Okay, next. Dope. Uh, amongst few dropped a shoe with Reebok. God. Sick shoe. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. It's dope. Wow, let's throw it up on the screen right now. Yeah, it's I'll a very good looking shoe. Yeah. Um, and then what I saw yesterday, I know we're on location shooting a lot, but what I saw yesterday is it looks like they've wrapped the Amongst View store. Yes, the store. I saw that. Or or they put like a carpet uh, somewhere in their store. Yes, something so, like that. Yeah, so, and this is, this is from looking at the different assets that they put out. It looks like the inner sole mm -hmm. of the shoe is based on an original one one of one carpet yep. that they had made by a Persian carpet maker. Okay, that's that it. design then became the inside of the shoe, and then on the underneath of the shoe, it's translucent, Lucent and, and it yeah. says amongst few mm -hmm. on it. And I think on the underside is, and I don't know because I've not had a chance to like talk to the guys about this yet. But I think every amongst few where the word amongst few is under the sole as well might be placed differently. So oh, really? every shoe you buy is unique. That's dope. So that's um, that's pretty crazy. Uh, limited quantities. Need it's got to be limited quantities because yeah, they're doing I'm a sure. raffle. So Need I'm going to see pair. if I can blag yeah. myself a pair. Um, Me but too. Not blag as in for free, as in yeah, I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah. But like, I want to see if I can just keep a pair and just like, you know, just stunt on people yeah, now sure. and again. And they also had the founder of um, Reebok in the commercial. Really? Yeah, he's a northerner. I think he's from Manchester or somewhere. Nice. The original OG founder. That's dope. So exciting times for them. Uh, if you're into sneaker culture, that's one that's definitely going to go up in value. Uh, yeah, shout out to them. I think there's nothing really more to say about that other yeah. than, um, oh, I should have probably put it here. Hang on one second. Ping, I just came back. Yeah, when I was giving my car up right now, I had to just get in my car and be like, yo, you're not taking my uh, Jay-Z air freshener away. So I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> if you want these, they've got all, all these classic rappers they've got, uh, you can buy air fresheners from their shop. They're very, very good. So, um, so yeah, when I gave my car up, I almost left this original Jay-Z uh, air freshener. How could you do that? You almost forgot it. No, you know what it is? It's crazy. When I first started driving my car, you know when you buy a car and then you realize that everybody in the country has the same car? Yeah. Like you don't look at the car yeah, until yeah. you buy one or until you, know, until you acquire until, a yeah. car. And then I would be like, oh man, everybody in the city has a Nissan Kicks. So the one way I would differentiate, especially when you first start parking in car parks here, and car parks here can have, I don't know, maybe tens of thousands of cars. You get, you get a bit of anxiety, like which one's my car and where am I today? And mm -hmm. this Jay-Z air freshener in the window because my windows are not tinted was the easiest way for me at a glance to figure out oh that's my nissan that's cool so yeah i'm gonna leave that here 
I need to buy shares in amongst you. These guys need to do an IPO, man. Because mm. I buy everything that they sell. Okay, <laughs> what else? Raw Coffee Workday. Man, so how crazy was this? You came to that Raw Coffee Workday, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were in, you know, my the favorite coffee I have in the sea. I'm a big coffee guy. And my favorite coffee in the city is Raw Coffee. And Raw Coffee has kind of been a grassroots brand. It used to be really, really small. Their cafe was like the size of my apartment. And then they ended up basically taking over a whole warehouse. And they've got a roastery mm. in there. It's like the size of a nightclub. It's really nice. Really nice, yeah. So we went there. And what was really dope about that was we went there and we were working from there. And then like dudes would just pull up that we yep. knew from the community and we'd randomly like see them. So like shout out to Nana, our boy forever. Mm -hmm. uh, my boy Marco, who I used to work with at Leo Burnett, mm -hmm. who's now on team Huda Beauty. It was good to catch up with him. He's just a force of nature. And then my boy Rajiv showed up and yeah. he's actually, he's got a cool startup, which is pre-market. So we can't talk about it yet, but we'll have him on the show when he, when he, when he launches it. And it was just such a cool vibe to kind of like work from there and bump into so many people. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really liking that. And I'm getting a lot done there right now. So I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have given that away because now people might just pull up at Raw Coffee knowing that, oh yeah, let's go there for, let's go there for a meeting. Cause I'll probably <laughs> always say yeah to going there for a meeting. Fair so yeah, Raw fair. Coffee Workday was super cool. Um, I say that to say this, which is like, if you know of any other cool spots in the city that are worth working out of, you know, uh, around the block, super amazing. Have you been? Nope. Never oh been. God damn, that place is amazing. We need to go there. Okay, we'll go there at some we'll point next there. week. Uh, any, any, any other places that you think are worth working from, then uh, let me know, shout me. At Raj Katecha. Okay, next. WhatsApps and emails backed up. Okay, so WhatsApp and emails backed up. If you've WhatsApped me in the last week, there's a very high chance I've not WhatsApped you back because of everything we're talking about on the show. In fact, one of the reasons why we put mm -hmm. out this show is to let you know what we're doing when I'm not replying to emails or WhatsApping. So apologies, guys. I will spend this weekend going through as many WhatsApps as I can, as many emails as I can. I'll hit you all back. That's really all I wanted to say. If anybody's mm. like hardcore listening to the show, that means that they're super down with us. And that means that um, I'm probably apologizing to them for, <laughs> for not messaging back. But I will be, you know, all those messages will be replied to very soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next. Um, Chris Fade. Yo, so weird. So weird. Let me tell you a Chris Fade story. Years ago, when I came to Dubai, my boy Richard, this must have been six, seven years ago. He invited me to a award show. It's like what's on or time out or one of those kind of award shows. So we went to the award show and then backstage I saw Chris Fade. So if you're outside Dubai, Chris Fade is basically the biggest media personality in the city. Mm. Is there anyone bigger than him? There's no one bigger than him. Probably not. He's number no, one. Yeah, I yeah, think he's so. number one. So so I seen him and I remember like he I met him and I was like, yo, like you know, I work with this guy, Gary V, and I really think you should check him out. And I emailed him and whatnot. Duh, duh, duh. And then, you know, again, he's like a big media personality. So I didn't think that he was, I was on his radar, but I got a like from him on Instagram. So I wonder if there's a, a point where we should just like reach out to him and do some cool shit with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we have the streets. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the streets, Chris. Fane. I think you should hit him up. At some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That'd I think cool. maybe we should do something like yeah, maybe yeah. bring him into the My Friends, Your Friends community or something like that. Like mm -hmm. he and, and I will say this because obviously he is mainstream. He is a commercial like celebrity as such. But um, I think he might he might do good in an environment like this. Maybe mm. coming on the podcast or coming to one of our events yeah. and just like, you know, doing his thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, big up to him, man. You know, that like I see it as a compliment. It was for the video 
that you produced, that you did the post-production on, which was moving to Dubai. Mm. And that video was one of the first videos that I put on IGTV, mm-hmm. not Reels, that got Reels numbers. Really? Yeah, so throw them up on the I screen right now. I haven't looked at the numbers. Yeah. I'll put it, yeah. Yeah, I wish we could discuss them, but... Wait, let me... I'll pull them up. You can't because you can't see the insights. I can't see the insights, but I can see the views. Yeah, but dude, there was like 30 oh, saves. Oh, shares I don't know, and like, stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just made that up. I hope conveniently is that number because we're using my phone to I actually mean, record. Even this. views-wise, 3,882. Yeah, man. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, re- re- that's what Reels does usually. Yeah. So yeah. it's like wild. It's, it's like, cool. yo, check it out. It's not about the number of views. It's about the kind of people watching. So, yeah. you know obviously everyone knows and the content because that is shareable people watching it can share it to people who are trying to move to dubai and like yeah. all of that yeah and i'm just here to like spit the real because like i'm obviously not part of a big media outfit I'm not mm-hmm. signed to like any big agency so i can just give it to you raw like i talk to you if you're walking down the street with me but i don't know i just feel like i feel like it'd be worth marking the fact that the dude liked the post because you never know when we might cross paths and yeah. end up doing something and we've got mutual friends because he knows gary and blah blah, blah so. yeah yeah dope all right cool all right wicked uh, i'm obviously not as professional as him because i have like gas whilst i'm recording so that's just some some ghetto stuff all right next up last thing tiktok is testing out 10 minute videos what do you think about that i think it's interesting because like for example this podcast um we we're speaking about lewis um house and stephen bartlett and spencer lodge and that was a long segment Usually you'd only be able to put a three minute micro, but what if there's 10 minutes of something that's extremely important? Mm-hmm. Now you can put those 10 minutes out altogether mm-hmm. instead of having to get it down to three minutes. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are not as deep in the trenches when it comes to social media, when a platform makes a change, a significant change, mm-hmm. a product advancement, the users that embrace that product advance- advancement typically get rewarded Mm -hmm. with higher reach as a percentage of their total followers. So for example, when Instagram launched Reels, if you immediately embraced Reels and started making custom content for Reels, Mm -hmm. as opposed to all the other platforms on Instagram, like for example, your stories or your wall posts, which may get lower engagement, Instagram will turn up your engagement on Reels because you've embraced one of their new platforms and you are then activating your community to the fact that you're on those platforms. Mm -hmm. So... I think we are now about to go through one of the most interesting spikes in TikTok's ascension as a content platform. For them to go from 30 seconds to three minutes, you kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But to go from three minutes to 10 minutes, they are basically telling IGTV and YouTube and a bunch of other places where people consume video, even Facebook, Bend over to the front and touch your toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically yeah, what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically saying, like, yo, we're here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's true. So, like, who. We're going to see there's so many innovators and so many disruptors on TikTok. And I don't think that they're going to make the same thing mm-hmm. that you'd make on IGTV because yeah. IGTV's 10 minute length started a different step generation mm-hmm. in. In the, sure. the journey of social media. Now that you've got all these kind of like circus freaks that are on TikTok that have no respect for the rules, mm. like the traditional rules of making media, they make stuff on their phone, they have overlays, they yeah. use a robot voice, they change their clothes halfway in between. Like they're such on the edge of trend setting mm-hmm. 
that what what are they going to do when you give them 10 minutes? I'm really, sure. really curious because that TikTok community is a very special community. Like they are very creative and they just, they, they, people on TikTok kind of remind me of the Joker mm. in the second Batman. It's yep. like they're a little bit, yeah. a little bit on the fringe, you know what I mean? And they, they, they go in the face of everything. They go in the face mm. of radio, they go in the face of TV, they're completely non-conventional. So I think it's gonna be very exciting. What are we gonna do? Um, just longer micros, I guess. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You could. I think. I think what we should do on TikTok ten minutes, and and what's gonna happen is that f whatever happens on TikTok ten minutes will actually retrospectively now become an influential factor on the formats of IGTV. I think what we should do is we should take micros that would normally be the equivalent of reels, which is sub one minute. Mm -hmm. and back-to-back -back stack them. Mm, so what put like did, five micros in one? Yeah, what if we did algo of micros on TikTok? That'd be dope. So you open up TikTok, you see in the next 10 minutes, you're going to get the following things because yeah, TikTok yeah. will have scrolling. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, will yeah definitely, for sure. For 10 minutes, I mean, even for three minutes, they had it. Right, so if we do a version of algo for TikTok where we take, you know, 30 second to one and a half minute runs, we stack them and we say on TikTok, these are the parts of this 10 minute TikTok where you're gonna get these items talked about. And those bits are the best bits of what we spoke about on this episode. Mm. So like we, you know, we did 28 minutes on Spencer Lodge, Lewis Howes and Stephen Bartlett. Yeah. Why don't we just take the best two of those minutes and make it part of like a micro algo. Yeah, for sure. You know? So yeah, it'd be dope. Long live the medium form. And it's so funny because in the last episode we were talking about how the CEO of Instagram came out and fully said, okay, short form is the future, yeah. right? He was like, we are embracing what it is. This trend is a real trend and it's here to stay. And then all of a sudden, TikTok's like, yeah, but. But, but also who knows how this 10 minutes is gonna play out. Yeah, it could cancel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok could, could get rid of it after yeah. six months. Who knows? They're just testing it out. It could be a complete failure because also everybody right now is used to TikTok. Well, it started off with just what 10 15 second people uh seconds of people dancing yeah, 15 15 seconds 15 and then seconds 30, yeah and, and then 30 and then 180 and yeah. the longer you get more creators are gonna have to come in because those original people who are just doing 15 second 30 second dances can't like what are they gonna do that's 10 minutes it's a good point they they, that it has to be new creators even for three minute videos there's new people who started like popping off and getting you followers. saw that yeah i think so yeah yeah I think the people who started off by doing the dancing on TikTok stayed to the sub one minute video mm. and new creators came in to do the three minutes. Mm. I know a lot of creators on Instagram and TikTok that have no substance. Mm. They just do like, the, they just post pictures about being attractive yeah. and they do the, like the zoom in thing where they zoom in on their face. Mm -hmm. It's almost like <laughs> saying like, look at me in detail to see how pretty I am. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, it's just like, that's it done. And there'll be some music and there'll be a filter mm -hmm. and it's like that. And you're right maybe we are going towards a place where like substance is going to be rewarded mm. because this dumb, trivial 10 second, five second, 15 second stuff. I mean, if it's entertaining, it's entertaining, but if it's just like literally mm -hmm. someone gazing at themselves, yeah, like not doing anything and not doing yeah. anything or doing the cliche, like I'm at a rooftop, I'll face the camera and I'll turn and I'll walk away whilst mm. like my clothes <laughs> <classic>. flare <laughs> and then the, the camera will pan away from them and over the city or whatever. I think there's just too much of that fluff mm. around. That that is the equivalent of like McDonald's fries. Yeah. 
it's like, yeah, it's kind of tasty, but, but it's, you have too much of it and it's not good it's for not you. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. empty calories. Yeah. It's the equivalent of empty calories when it comes to content. So yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe we're going to, who's going to do the TikTok TED talk? <sighs> who's going to do that? Who's going to do a killer 10 minute Somebody TED talk will have TikTok? to. Yeah. Somebody will, I'm sure. Mm, let's see. Worth keeping your eyes on, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Worth keeping your eyes on. Okay, what else are we... Anything else we got to talk about? That's it for Argo. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, happy birthday to... My mom. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, mom. Yes. And what are you doing today? Um, Going today. Well, first, she doesn't know I'm coming to Abu Dhabi. So oh, I'm nice. going to surprise her there. Nice. And then uh, we'll go for dinner somewhere. Cool. You're going to yeah. shout? Am I going to what? You're going to shout the dinner? As in oh. you pay for oh, the dinner? Oh, yeah, of course. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah, yeah Smooth. Of course. If she to. sees you around with all these celebrities, she's going to be like... Right, exactly. Plus, it's my, it's my first, like, paid job, you know? So, like, I have to. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, Wicked. First, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, let's keep all those uh, good thoughts in mind from Algo today. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it's better than last week. Last week, I was like, ah, it's okay. But this week, yeah. I really enjoyed Algo. I really liked the first week. The second one, the th- last week's was probably my least favorite just I, I i don't know why it just wasn't you did a good job editing last week though you took out a lot of crap last week yeah i did yeah it was a kind of a messy episode as well yeah it was punchy yeah and today so, there's really today no great. crap to take out because the camera failed after 10 minutes so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally that's we'll figure that out that, yeah i think I, yeah i keep saying that's why we have an intern Dude, this wasn't my fault. <laughs> I think uh, I think you took the cameras home yesterday. Anyway, I don't I don't look. I'm too busy. I run, I'm, I'm a blue sky guy. I run. I run. Dude, we, you took the cameras feet. home. We came straight to here. Turned on the cameras. Exactly. We need to have uh, SOPs in place, SOPs. which we will get. Um, ASAP. Any issues? In fact, just go to uh, at Vic Majaria and at Alex Christoph, and just hit them with the hashtag hashtag SOP in the comments. If you listen to this podcast and. Uh, You'd like things to run more smoothly in this podcast, and that would be the best thing to do. I will see you during the week out and about in Dubai. Come say hello if you see me somewhere. I've loved that, by the way. I've loved being mm. out this week and having so many people come over and say hello. Shout out to Pammy, who said hello in the bar last night when we were mm-hmm. in Feb 30. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody who just comes over and says hello in Dubai, I really appreciate it. So nice. Makes me feel great. If you're enjoying this podcast... Five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Definitely hit the share button wherever you're consuming it. Send it to people that you think would benefit from it, as well as YouTube Massive. There's so many things you can do. Subscribe for sure. Hit the notification bell so you get these videos first. Leave us a comment and... Peace. No. Oh. <laughs> there's one more thing on YouTube. Share? Wait. I... No, you said like, comment. Like, comment, subscribe, subscribe and hit and... the notification bell. Oh, okay. Yes, sure. good. All four All things. Right. <laughs> really appreciate you listening. Um... Alex, have a great birthday weekend with your mom. Thank you so much. And then, no, but I'm back here Sunday for my dad's birthday. Oh, what? Yeah. Back to back. You're going to be broke this weekend. Although you've kind of blagged your dad's birthday present already. A bit, but no, no, I'll get him something else. Okay, nice. Okay, wicked. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for listening. Peace.